Hello, welcome to the Lean Muscle Warriors podcast. I'm Francesco Pavone, your host, and today me and you are going to talk about body recomposition. We're going to go through some Q&A, uh, who is it good for, uh, how long should you try to recomp for, and as well we're going to uh, talk about my four-step process to achieve a successful body recomposition so that you know exactly how to do it, uh, if it's uh, good for you, so if it's something you should do right now, and uh, when should you do it, uh, and uh, all other myth and interesting stuff about uh, body recomposition, so make sure that you listen to the full episode. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcast, that's the best way you can help me. And if you have any other question about body recomposition, make sure that you reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Francesco Pavone on Facebook and PT Pavons on Instagram. But let's not waste more time and let's dive into it. Body recomposition, uh, it's basically that uh, process uh, that uh, happens uh, in your body when you decrease your fat mass uh, and you increase uh, your muscle mass. And uh, I think like the body recomposition, uh, it's um, highly underrated and uh, it's basically misused by many people. And there are many people out there who would benefit a lot from uh, achieving a body recomposition because they would uh, function better and they would uh, generally look and feel better uh, in their own body. But before we talk about who is uh, body recomposition good for, I'd like to tell you a little bit uh, um, a story of a client of mine. His name is Simone and uh, he's been in the Ultimate Lean Muscle Challenge for uh, um, all the 2020. So he started uh, in, in January 2020 and he's still inside there and uh, he's making amazing progress, uh, not only aesthetically, but also um, in regards to his relationship with food and his body. So Simone is a perfect example of uh, how to achieve a body recomposition on a medium term. And uh, he achieved that uh, he was able to achieve that through a long, uh, little calorie deficit. And uh, that was uh, in this way, he was able to decrease his uh, fat mass and still uh, retain or possibly increase a little his muscle mass. Now, the thing to consider when we talk about body recomposition is that uh, body recomposition is not for everyone. Like, uh, when I say that the body recomposition is the process uh, through you through which you can build muscle and lose fat, everyone kind of opened their eyes uh, and they're like, oh my God, Francesco, tell me how to do it. I want to do it. And uh, I really recommend that you hold on tight uh, until you really understand uh, what is it uh, and how to do it and who is it good for. Now, even if it's, it might sound a little bit magic and you're like, oh, I want to do it. I, it's very cool and appealing. Um, we should know who is it good for and uh, like who can achieve that kind of effect. Now, when you don't train for a while, let's say that you are someone who enjoy lifting weights or enjoy, you know, um, short workouts or um, perhaps you're someone who you know, simply just train for fitness uh, and to improve your posture and the quality of your life and your functionality. 
you train for a while, maybe you train for a six month, even on and off, and then perhaps you go for a you you go on a vacation and you don't train for uh, let's say more than three months. Okay, so as you come back to your old regular routine, because you've been away off from training for a a good period of time, so not only three days, but a substantial period of time where uh, your body basically is not used to your usual training anymore. As you go back to your uh, regular routine, basically you will see that in your body, if you take pictures as you come back from from your vacation, if you take a progress picture and you compare them after uh, only two weeks, you'll probably see that you have built muscle and lost fat. And the reason why that happened is because uh, the training stimulus coming from the workout are new. Like your body is not uh, um, prepared for those workouts just because you didn't train for three months. So for your, your body has to adapt straight away. And that adapt usually, adaptation usually comes in terms of uh, bigger and stronger muscle and less body fat. Um, now that is a, an, um, a scenario where body recomposition is possible and uh, as well it applies to all the other scenarios where you're simply not training for uh, a at least, uh, let's say three months, that's uh, at least uh, one period of time where after which you'll probably see a small body recomposition as you go back to your uh, training and this could be because of an injury because of a vacation or because of covid for example many people didn't train because having the gym closed i know many of uh, many people i know um and all some of the people in the ultimate lean muscle challenge too they really struggle as the gym closed to kind of stay motivated and keep training so in that sense we can extend the body recomposition as well to a third category Um, So the category where basically you train, but how you train is not with the ideal sets and reps scheme, is not with the ideal range of motion, is not with the ideal uh, exercise selection, is not with the ideal uh, um, nutrition. So perhaps uh, I... It happened to me that I started working with people who were training. In fact, Simone, when he started working with me, he enjoyed running, he enjoyed um, playing football, and he enjoyed as well regular gym-based workout. But because he didn't uh, know how to optimize a training program or how to train for uh, improving his body composition, well, he simply didn't have the right uh, stimulus because... He was, uh, in his case, uh, um, he was not training properly. So he would just focus on adding load and uh, not so much on the control and on the technique. So as he started taking care of the technique and we optimized the way he was lifting and we optimized as well his nutrition, um, then he was able to see a big change in his body. And it's not that he was not training. So... In, in, in this case, we need to keep in mind that, and I know that there are a lot of people out there who would benefit from it, um, is that you can achieve a body recomposition also if you are now consistent with your training, 
because perhaps uh, you are not training in the right way. Perhaps uh, you are training too much or perhaps you are training too little. So that could be as well that uh, situation. And that's why I think, uh, um, you know, I think here it's where many coaches are doing it wrong because a lot of coaches think that you should either build muscle or lose fat and that uh, the period where you just eat at maintenance are uh, only for the transition period and i think here is where i disagree because uh, there are many cases where eating at maintenance so just eating to maintain your body weight it's uh, a very good spot for many people where you are basically having enough food on the table to be happy with your life to have a healthy relationship to enjoy the time with your family imagine if you have uh, two little kids uh, or imagine if you want to spend time with your parents uh, usually those meals uh, um, they are part of our tradition and uh, sometimes uh, it's a good uh, moment uh, to have enough uh, calories uh, to don't feel like you are missing anything and uh, as well to don't have too many calories that you feel like you have to stuff your face on food uh, in those occasions. So there is a big power in that because uh, um, eating at maintenance usually allow you to enjoy the social uh, life uh, and as well uh, doesn't make you feel hungry and stuffed. So it's good because it's um, a it's an easy moment. It's a moment where your attention towards food is not as high as uh, in a calorie deficit or in a calorie surplus. So um, in at the beginning of a diet as well, it's, it's a great moment to be at maintenance. Um, it's a great moment to be at maintenance uh, if uh, you're not sure how much you should eat. So um, we, we talk about it. Uh, I talk about it in one video that I made on how to set up uh, your macros and how to find your maintenance uh, on YouTube. Uh, make sure that you check that out. Uh, I am curious to hear your feedback about it. Uh, um, but in, in that sense, like if you just observe what you eat for a week uh, and uh, you just don't try to change your body weight, uh, that's, that, that uh, will help you a lot uh, defining your maintenance. And from that week of observation, if you see that your body weight went down, you can estimate uh, your maintenance based on how much your body weight went down and if your body weight went up then you know that what you ate was a little surplus so you can estimate uh, how much is your maintenance based on how much your body weight increased so you can i think that's that's very powerful to eat at maintenance and personally i've been eating at maintenance so my body weight didn't change for the last year and i've been perfectly happy with it perfectly happy with the idea that i was still able to improve my performances body weight strength, uh, my mobility, my coordination, my posture, and my relationship with food. Uh, so in, in that sense, this allow me to be consistent and productive in other areas of my life. So when instead I was on a diet and I was trying to build muscle, I had to make an effort in terms of meal preparation, in terms of workout planning, in terms of uh, making sure that I recover properly from the workouts um, and making sure that I ate enough. So there was uh, a lot of effort, uh, a lot of focus and a lot of time and energy that I had to spend in, in that sense. So by eating at maintenance instead, it feels like everything is much more um, automatic, much more uh, structured and uh, effortless so in my in my case uh, that i want to focus on uh, growing a business and uh, helping other people uh, with their fitness uh, so i need to be very emotionally 
available, um, while in my case it's very, very convenient to eat at maintenance, that doesn't mean that everyone should try to recomp. Um, now, let's uh, dive into a little bit more um, on uh, like when uh, is it good to eat uh, at maintenance and uh, basically who is uh, body recomp for and uh, basically we saw that uh, reco uh, body recomp is good for novice trainees so people who never touch a dumbbell usually they or they never did a push-up usually by starting working out they would gaining muscle and they would start losing fat so um, relatively lean individuals so people with the body fat around 12 to 23 percent who don't have a very developed muscle mass and have a little excess of body fat often around the belly area well simone had a lot of fat around the belly and very lean muscle around the arms and legs um, and yeah sometimes this category is referred to as skinny fat uh, although i'm not a huge fan of that term i know that many people use it but it's generally that kind of body that uh, is looking lean with clothes but actually without clothes uh, you can tell that they don't have a lot of muscle and they look a little bit wobbly and and then we have trainees coming back from a long stop uh, or uh, an injury three months plus and uh, trainees who haven't trained with the right uh, form intensity volume or attention to nutrition uh, recovery and other uh, important aspect of their health and uh, in generally if you've been lifting for a while let's say six plus months and you're not sure if you should gain muscle or lose fat well the decision can only be yours so you have to decide do you want to stay the same and improve your performance so just stay the same body weight and improve what you can do with your body or do you want to just uh, gain muscle but you know you're gonna be as well a little bit more fat or do you want to lose fat and uh, you know you're not certainly going to look uh, much much bigger than you are right now although there is a mini difference on this last point because when i first did my bodybuilding competition my first bodybuilding competition i basically lost uh, well i started at 98 kilos and i finished at 86 um and i basically if i look at the before and after pictures in the picture when I'm at 86 kilos, I look like I have more muscle. So if you think that uh, you can only look bigger by gaining weight, well, there is also to one thing that most people miss uh, is that when they will lose weight, when they will lose fat, their shape will improve, their ratio will improve. So they will generally look like their shoulders are bigger and their waist are slimmer and they will start seeing more that V shape that many people like. So that is to be considered. Uh, but at the end, uh, nobody can tell you, hey, you should gain muscle or you should lose fat. I think that is a very um, common thing if you try to um, even like uh, there is this story when I went to the to a photo shoot uh, the day after uh, my bodybuilding competition and the guy who took the photos um, he was a very great photographer but he was thinking oh you have great calves but you should work on your upper body and uh, like wh why like I'm perfectly happy how I am and I appreciate the feedback uh, although the aesthetic it's something that we 
we invented it's something that is very personal it's something that is uh, like what you think is good and beauty like what what you think is um, looking good it might be totally shit for another person um when i started lifting weights uh, and i stopped being a professional swimmer my dad was like oh i hate how you look i think it's disgusting i was like well i am pretty sure that there are many people who would disagree with you but uh, i appreciate the feedback and uh, thanks for that you know it's uh, at the end of the day um you know, the decision is only yours. So if you are uh, very, like if you look at two pictures uh, and you should know where you're heading to, it shouldn't be something that uh, you are just training and you're just trying to change your body, but you don't know how. So in, in my case, uh, that really helped me because uh, I always like to have a little bit more muscle than a typical swimmer. Like I, I enjoy a lot, uh, like having a lean body all year around, um, but also I enjoy to see some muscle a little bit more than what what I had as a swimmer um, and I think that now is much more balanced with my upper with my lower body which have been always uh, um, slightly more developed than the upper body so should you recomp should you cut should you bulk the decision is all yours um, you know if uh, let but let's start narrow it down a little bit um, so let's say that you haven't lifted uh, weight weight forever like you you haven't uh, trained with weights and here i think uh, as well we are gonna put uh, you're gonna be in this category if uh, you have been doing high intensity interval training or uh, sprinting or cardio session but you haven't done any sort of resistance training then you're gonna be in this category um, so the category is uh, if body recomposition is a good solution for you and uh, if you experience constant like low energy brain fog fatigue difficulty with your focus difficulty with your memory this difficult with your concentration um, if you don't eat protein if your belly is bigger than the rest of the body okay um look look you look a little bit like an apple shape so you have uh, lean arms uh, but you tend to store a little bit of fat around the belly and um, if your diet uh, regularly consists of uh, a lot of uh, processed uh, carbohydrates uh, with uh, a lot of added sugars and fat uh, and highly processed and very palatable so food that you really enjoy when you eat them and you want to eat more well um, if you feel like you don't have a lot of energy and workouts feel like a burden and you struggle to get stronger because you're just weak and skinny, well, then probably re body recomposition is a good solution for you. And uh, you will be able uh, to achieve that uh, with the information included in this podcast. So um, how long uh, should you try to recomp for? Like, this is uh, as well a very important point because some people will uh, um, start training and they or go back to training from a, from, from a long stop and they will start seeing that body recomposition effect that every day straight away in the first few months uh, they will see, oh my God, I'm building muscle and I'm losing fat and they will try to perpetuate that forever, okay? And at some point uh, they will basically be disappointed with themselves uh, and try to go really extreme uh, 
because they wanted to continue that effect. So they will start looking around at uh, things to optimize that body recomposition and they will sadly realize that uh, it's something that disappears and their body gets used to the new training routine, to the new intake, to the new macronutrients ratio and they're kind of stale with their training because now they don't know what to do. So, um, you know, the decision is only yours and just know that body recomposition is not something that you can, that can last forever. As you achieve uh, your body recomposition and the results will be variable, you might be able to lose a lot of fat and build a lot of muscle, um, but uh, it's not something that uh, you can predict and the result will be totally depending on uh, each subject. And um, perhaps uh, you in, in, in this case, uh, like it's just uh, great uh, to focus uh, on one thing build muscle and that's uh, the first uh, step of uh, the my body recomposition four step process and uh, the reason is uh, why you should uh, focus on training and to build muscle is because all those people all the people we mentioned earlier um, they have no muscle and uh, you you might want to know that uh, and you surely want to know that uh, um, there is a category of people which are uh, Norm, their body weight is considered totally healthy, but their metabolism and uh, put them in a category of obese. So they have, uh, they don't burn many calories, uh, so their basal metabolic rate uh, is not as high, um, but that's not uh, the main part. What's important is that they don't have muscle, okay? So basically their uh, uh, insulin sensitivity is low, um, their posture is not great, uh, their energy during the day is not great and because they don't train their mood is not great and therefore their mental health is not as great they are not as active as other people who instead train so by training to build muscle uh, by focusing on building muscle and uh, improving what you can do with your body there is a whole a whole series of events that will uh, start the body recomposition and that with the body recomposition there are so many uh, positive uh, aspects uh, of training and improving the way you eat uh, just uh, i'm not saying uh, changing all your nutrition i'm just saying improving how you're eating right now to optimize it uh, for uh, body recomposition so to build muscle and lose fat and uh, why shouldn't i focus to on losing fat well, the reality is that uh, if uh, you are one of those people, so you are a little bit uh, a skinny fat or uh, you have just uh, a little bit of fat uh, and uh, not so many muscle, um, well, it's going to be much harder to build muscle than to lose fat. Um, and that's because uh, building muscle requires more time. Generally, if I'm working with a beginner, I would expect him uh, to be able uh, to gain uh, one to two pounds uh, of muscle per month, whether uh, we can easily lose uh, one to two pounds uh, per week, uh, depending on uh, our initial body fat. And um, whether uh, the temptation is high to kind of say, let's focus on shredding the fat first, and then we're gonna build muscle. Well, in, that, in this scenario, if you try to lose uh, fat, starting with a calorie deficit 
there is so little that you can lose because uh, your uh, energy expenditure it's quite low because you don't train because you are not uh, um, moving because you sit a lot and uh, as you start training your energy expenditure will increase so you will actually need more calories but if you keep eating the same your body will not have what it needs in order to regenerate all those muscles that are broken down during the training so you will basically enter a starvation mode and your body will start uh, reacting increasing the inflammation level and the cortisol level and you will uh, you might uh, struggle to sleep properly um, now in in this moment uh, the p- before i mention a range a range of body fat so i said uh, people who have uh, a range of body fat between 12 and 23 percent um so let's say that you are 23 percent so you're on the upper end and you have a, a quite a lot of uh, body fat um but you you know you also don't have a lot of muscle but let's say that the body fat excess exceed the problem of not having a lot of muscle because perhaps as a structure you're quite bulky so you're not too concerned that uh, you need to lose uh, Uh, you need to build a lot of muscle but you're more concerned about uh, removing your body fat well there is a spectrum of things Uh, so you will still need to focus on training uh, to build muscle so um, in terms of uh, nutrition you will achieve a body recomposition with the long maintenance or a very little calorie deficit okay so it's not that body recomposition is either a surplus maintenance or deficit um it's just the process when you build muscle and lose fat so we are going to have a look at how to do it and the first step is train to build muscle so very basic thing just learn how your body works um there are some basic movement uh, there is horizontal pressing horizontal pulling vertical pressing vertical pulling and then as well you have a torso rotation uh, and then you have some squat variation hip dominant uh, so a deadly variation or a bridge uh, variation uh, and then some single leg uh, exercises or movement so lunge or uh, a single leg uh, deadlift and uh, pick up those uh, movement train every movement with 10 to 20 training sets per week it will be 10 sets per week for a beginner will be enough and you can just keep training with the same program for two or three months with a week of deload every four to six weeks depending on how you feel as well now as you train with 10 to 20 20 training sets per week I would uh, also split those sets into two to three times a week so that you train each muscle group on two to three days a week. Um, So as well, depending on how many days a week you're training, um, you might want to choose for a total body split or a upper lower split or a push pull leg split and um, master the load, like really make it yours. If you are uh, training with a push-up, make sure that you really control every part of the range of motion. Um, make sure that you work with the best range of motion as possible. We know from research that training uh, um, basically with the same um, load but different range of motion have different ex- effect on your muscle. Meaning, what does it mean for us in poor words? that 
basically if we are doing a push-up uh, or let's say that we are doing a bench press uh, and we are doing 50 kilos uh, if well, on the bench press it's difficult to increase the range of motion but let's say that we are working with a dumbbell press where our dumbbell can go really below the chest level and we can work with a full range of motion and let's say that we're working with 28 kilos if i'm working with 28 kilos with a full range of motion okay with the not full uh, range of motion i will be able to use a little bit more which is a great uh, uh, positive effect for our joints that means that uh, we can we will be, be always better off using a lighter load and using a full range of motion first of all because we're gonna use our muscle in a range where with the suboptimal range of motion we would not have any tension so our muscle will have tension even when our joints are fully stretched and uh, the second thing is that we will get the same effect but using a lighter load that will be much easier to control and that will be much easier on the joint. So make sure that, make sure that you have the full range of motion, that's Coach Francesco tips, um, and uh, make sure that you are uh, focusing on progressing overload. So whether if you are uh, adding reps, adding sets, adding load, um, make sure that you are uh, focusing on building muscle too um, so that I, I, I just talked about it with uh, a member of the Ultimate Lean Muscle Challenge, Max, uh, who did very well and uh, he gained 10 kilos in the first six months uh, and uh, he, man he managed to stay lean. So he achieved, uh, yes, a great amount of uh, new muscle, but he maintained the same level of body fat. So we can say that he didn't really decrease his body fat directly, but now his body fat percentage is lower because he gained 10 kilos and his body fat is pretty much uh, the same visually so we can say that he looks totally different uh, and he looks like now he's much leaner um so if your total mass uh, increased by 10 kilos but your uh, body fat remained the same well now your body fat percentage is much lower that's what i was trying to say yes it takes some time but hey english is not my first language so sometimes i need to put my things together now we know that uh, what is missing in uh, the people who would benefit from a body recomposition is uh, that they don't have a lot of muscle and that they will start uh, um, looking much better by focusing on building muscle and not focusing on losing fat because there is also i, I forgot to mention there is so little like uh, if you are uh, let's say that you are uh, not eating a lot of calories okay you're eating 1200 calories as you start training and moving you will lose fat okay but that doesn't mean that is the best way to do it okay so you your as we said is not only losing fat the problem is also looking better and so there is a part of the equation that is missing um, we should uh, focus on building muscle and then losing fat will follow because building muscle is much harder it will take more time and there are so many things uh, so many parts uh, of the equation building muscle that uh, can be adjusted and will require a lot of focus um, i know that people will get scared if i say build muscle but imagine i said tone up uh, that would be the same thing um, if you want to tone up your legs and uh, you don't like how your legs are 
the reality is that if you focus on losing fat, you will see your legs getting smaller, but not necessarily more defined. It will be extremely necessary that you have some sort of mechanical tension, metabolic stress, uh, and uh, muscle damage uh, in your legs uh, in order to make that, to give them that look uh, nice and muscular and defined and toned and with no fat on top. Okay, so find ways uh, to build muscle. Uh, listening to this podcast is a great start, um, but just do it. Just uh, start training. Um, we, we talk many times on how to set up a training program properly, but make sure that you train hard enough, track your workouts, plan the load, and uh, make sure that you lift like a machine, like every reps look the same. Now, the second part of the process of body recomp is eat protein. Um, eating enough protein is a fundamental requirement when trying to build muscle. And uh, just keep in mind that as you move more, as you train more, your protein requirements increase. Um, so if you are, uh, um, if you are uh, training and uh, moving uh, and uh, your goal uh, is to only feel great uh, but not necessarily build muscle, then uh, your protein requirement are 0.8 to 1 grams per kilo of body weight. But if you're trying to build muscle, and if you are moving more and if you are breaking down those muscle and if you are trying to achieve a body recomposition, well, eat at least 1.6 to 2.6 based on what you eat right now. I'm, my suggestion here is that you don't increase, like you don't double your daily protein amount, but that you go for a small increase that you can sustain. Um, it, 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 you will get enough protein to successfully build muscle. Also, look at the benefit of eating more protein. Um, we are, uh, we, we're gonna, they're gonna be harder to digest. So when we eat more protein, we'll basically burn a part of the calories in order to digest those protein more than when we eat more carbohydrates and fat. This is called thermogenic effect of food or TEF and protein are the macronutrient with a higher TEF. And uh, also protein are needed to support the protein synthesis and uh, they will make us feel full. So when we eat more protein, we're gonna eat uh, slightly less um, overall calories because we're gonna feel more full. Okay, so the reality is that if you were not eating a lot of protein, as you just start eating more protein, you will have a better recovery from your workouts, you will feel fuller and more satisfied after each meal, which is a great thing for many people, and uh, you will absorb slightly less calories because you will have to b- your body will have to work a little bit harder to digest those protein. So have a look that you in- implement uh, uh, protein at least at each meal, okay? That would be already a great start. And... Um, Yes, and then we have the step three. So now we said uh, um, eat protein, train to build muscle, and uh, the step three is sleep, recover, and manage your stress. Um, So the reality is that you might struggle with your body and you might want to benefit, uh, you might need uh, to do a body recomposition because your look is a consequence of your lifestyle and because uh, you have uh, had a lot of stress, you've been working hard, Um, you have been sitting a lot, uh, your mind is foggy, you haven't had time to prepare your meal, you are uh, 
low in motivation, like you don't want to train, you don't know why you should train, workouts feel super hard, feels like a burden, you are sore for multiple days every time you try to work out, you have low energy, you have uh, um, a slow reaction time, you're always hungry, you get sick a lot, you are irritable or moody, you forget things, uh, well, you want to start taking care of your sleep, you want to start taking care of your recovery, you want to start to take care of your stress. Um, my suggestion here is that you get at least seven to nine hours of good quality sleep and that you check your sleep hygiene habits. There are so many things you can do to improve your sleep, uh, starting from having a cold, dark, uh, fresh room, um, very clean, where you don't spend a lot of time, when, where you don't eat, where you only sleep and uh, mm-hmm, we call it chimichanga, me and Leah, but uh, um, yeah, where you just keep uh, your bedroom for sex and sleep. Like that's already great because you connect uh, the bedroom to a sleeping phase. So it's like as you enter the bedroom, you are already in the mood of sleeping more. Mm, in terms of stress, there are so many things you can do. And that's not the whole purpose of this podcast, this um, episode. But just keep in mind that it's very important that you recover and that you can keep the stress low in order to achieve the body recomposition because uh, that is so ex- like so necessary um, to build muscle too that then you as you sleep b- better and you have less stress uh, then you're gonna be more focused uh, you're gonna have more motivation to train you can recover from the workout so workouts feel slightly easier every day and you are less sore uh, during the week, uh, you have more energy, more endurance, uh, you have a better reaction time, you are uh, more able to manage your hunger and your hunger cues. Like when you're hungry, let's say that you are hungry surprisingly at 3 p.m. and usually you're not, you were not hungry at 3 p.m. but now you're working out so you feel more hungry. Um, did I say hungry? <laughs> um, well, you're going to be... A, able to make better decision in that scenario and uh, you will le- be less irritable and less moody and it will just feels e- it will it will just feel easier to stick to your current training plan and nutritional approach so make sure that it's very important that you keep that cortisol down stress down explore meditation explore breathing explore uh, getting bored like the other day I was uh, in my flow and I was like I had many things to do many tasks I was on and uh, I just stopped everything I close uh, the laptop switch off the phone sat on my on my chair and just didn't do anything for at least five minutes and it felt much better it felt so challenging at the beginning but uh, it really helped me to be more focused and uh, to focus on what was important Okay, so the step number four is actually the most uh, challenging for many people because he's eating the right amount. And just keep in mind that some people will achieve a body recomposition through a calorie deficit, some people will achieve it uh, through a maintenance, and some people will achieve it uh, through a surplus. Now, this will be down to how how does your body look? Like, are you more uh, struggling to build muscle or losing fat? Um, and this uh, will put you in a two different range of body fat. Uh, if you remember from earlier, I said that people uh, that benefit from the body recomposition will be 
between 12 and 23% of body fat, but you can see that is a big range. And that's because that is true. Like some people will sitting more on the upper end, some people will stay more on the lower end. Um, if you take me and my girlfriend, I am ten, I tend to gain weight uh, if I don't train and if I don't look at my nutrition, but she, my girlfriend, uh, she tend to lose weight. So we'll, if we don't train and don't eat protein, we'll be, we'll be uh, benefiting from uh, a body recomposition for sure but i will achieve it through a little calorie deficit she will achieve it probably through maintaining or uh, a little calorie surplus so um eat enough okay make sure that you start looking from your food journal we said you're gonna build mass you're gonna train to build muscle you're gonna increase anyway your protein intake and you're gonna take care of your sleep but also you're gonna have the decision, do I need to be in a man, man, uh, at maintenance? Do I need to be in a surplus? Do I need to be in a calorie deficit? Well, instead of saying, looking at the fat that you want to lose, look at which body part you want to make bigger. Okay, do you want bigger arms? Do you want bigger glutes? Do you want bigger calves? Do you want bigger quads? Do you want to have a bigger chest? Focus on that, focus on making that bigger, okay? Um, if you if your muscle don't visibly look uh, bigger, okay, don't look more toned, and you are not uh, improving your performance uh, um, and in in the exercise that you selected as a tool to build your muscle, okay. So if you want to have bigger push, bigger uh, chest, and you're not improving your push-up numbers, or if you want to have bigger back, and you're not improving your pull-up numbers, well, well, well. Uh, you are uh, possibly um, not uh, training properly or uh, you uh, might not be eating enough. So for sure, you want to make sure that you are not losing more than 0.5 of your current body weight per week, because if you lose more than that, uh, that would be more suitable for a ca um, calorie deficit and a diet. And in that case, I would just say, Focus on the diet, okay? So take 12 weeks, 16 weeks, uh, or 20 weeks, uh, or even eight weeks. Uh, perhaps you only, with eight weeks, uh, it would be good to do a diet, uh, um, but just make sure that uh, you know what you're doing. So if you're trying to recomp, you wanna make sure that you're not losing more than 0.5 of your current body weight per week, and that you are not gaining more than 1.5 of your current body weight per month, because if you gain more than that, the reality is that you are going to gain as well a little bit more fat. And if you are losing more than this, the reality is that you're also limiting your ability to build muscle enough. So um, make sure that you start taking your uh, food journal, know how many calories you were eating before actually trying to recomp, okay? Um, have a look at the diary, improve your protein. So change your macronutrients so that your protein have uh, the right amount. And uh, just keep, my suggestion here is that you keep eating at maintenance for at least uh, two to three weeks. Um, and have a look at your body react. By eating at maintenance with more protein and with more training, um, you will already see a change. Now you, after two, three weeks, you will be in a totally different uh, 
position with your body, with your mind, so that you, you will have a better idea if you want to keep making your muscle bigger or if you instead found that uh, you found a good balance and you can continue with this balance uh, and you can just focus on improving your performance. But I think after two, three weeks, and if you make sure that you didn't, lost, didn't lose uh, more than 0.5 of your body weight per week and you didn't gain more than 1.5 of your body weight per month okay so that would be um that if you are uh, your body weight basically staying in a range that is quite narrow um well you are doing a good job so you are uh, eating at maintenance and uh, you it doesn't matter maybe for you it could be a mini surplus maybe for other it could be a mini deficit um you certainly want to make sure that you recover from your workout, that you eat protein and that you train to build muscle, okay? And uh, you, after, let's say that after three to four weeks of doing that, you, you are quite happy with what's going on with your body and you are more surprised of the fat loss. Well, you've been losing weight, perhaps you've been losing, let's say 0.4 of your current body weight per week, and uh, you're happy with what's going on well you can just uh, continue because uh, that is a very sustainable rhythm of losing fat and uh, if you can decide hey you know i was sitting on the upper end of the body fat range and uh, i enjoyed looking leaner and smaller well let me just continue it for eight weeks uh, properly now i'm more aware of what i'm doing now i have a good training routine now i'm recovering better uh, well, I feel like I can do it. Fantastic. Just go and do it. On the other side, perhaps on, in the last two to three weeks, uh, you've been gaining uh, and you're still gaining uh, 1.5 of your current body weight per month. Um, well, you can just keep doing it uh, and you can just increase your calories slightly, slightly so that you can support uh, that uh, muscle growth that you've been enjoying. And on the other side, you could, it could also be that after two to three weeks, uh, you build muscle and you lost fat, uh, but your body weight stayed the same, you're good to go. Imagine, you are, there is enough food on the table to enjoy social occasion, and there is enough uh, food on the table to build muscle and uh, to have a good life. So how do you know if body recomposition is working? Your clothes fit better, you visually look better, you feel you can do this for a long time, you've improved what you can do with your body and uh, on your scale you are not uh, gaining more than 1.5 percent of your current body weight per month and uh, you are not decreasing faster than 0.5 of your current body weight 0.5 percent of your current body weight per week okay how is recomp different from maintenance well recomp has the same as the goal of changing your current body fat uh, to muscle mass ratio, what is called also as P ratio, um, whether eating at maintenance could instead be a viable option for many people who have healthy habits uh, um, and don't exercise at all because they are happy about the way they look and feel, although if they are really healthy, they will practice some sort of movement. So in that sense, uh, eating at maintenance for them, you know, doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean uh, that they are going to achieve a body recomposition. And on the other side, you can achieve a body recomposition eating at maintenance. So make sure that you understand the differences. And, uh, you know, a final word from me is regardless of uh, 
what I say, you shouldn't do what I say because I say it, but you should do what I say because it makes sense. And there is nothing more powerful than a personal experience in your fitness journey. So make sure that you just go through this process as a beginner, like with a beginner mind. If you think that body recomposition is good for you, try to be uh, like a detective, try to find out what uh, works for you. And uh, in uh, this uh, sense, if you want to learn more about how to do a body recomposition, I have written an article about that, which uh, basically you can find on my website, fpcoaching.net, and you can just go on articles uh, and you will see it uh, is called the ultimate guide to recomp. And um, feel free to, to read it. It's, the article is totally free. Uh, you can leave a comment uh, and uh, I'm curious, uh, what's uh, your burning question in regards to body recomposition? Um, I hope uh, you enjoy this episode and from today is uh, everything from Francesco Pavone, your coach. Ciao, ciao.